Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Classy and Country. Guys, we're so excited to be back with y'all. We have missed y'all sitting in front of this podcast and just chatting up with you guys. But today we're back for a new episode. And today we're going to be continuing our parenting series. And the topic of today is discipline, but not just discipline, but disciplining your children in difficult situations. Discipline your children in different uh, difficult situations. Uh, so, Rachel, let's just—I'd love for you to open up and just kind of talk about what has been the challenges of disciplining. Um, I would just yeah. say um, some challenges that I have faced with discipline in my children is I have three daughters, like you guys may know, and obviously not every child is the same. They don't think the same. They don't do things the same way. So, understanding that your children, first of all, are different. And then also asking God, you know, for wisdom on how to discipline them, how they need it. So for example, my oldest daughter, she's more like headstrong. So you can't be like super gentle with her because that just doesn't go good with her personality because then she'll like kind of be a pushover. I mean, you can't be a pushover because then she'll kind of like run you over or not, you know, take you seriously. So, you know, you kind of be have to be like a little bit more stricter with like her. So I guess understanding your child's um, personality type and also um, asking God for wisdom. So like with her in particular, I have to be, you know, more firm and strict with her and make sure that I'm like very routine with her with different things. Don't give her like a lot of opportunity to get into different things, like really keep her busy and active. And I feel like my middle daughter, she's more like meek and mild. So with her, I can't really use like a firm, too much of a harsh, you know, tone with her. Uh, when I'm disciplining her in that area because it really will crush her like the littlest things really crush her she's very sensitive has a very like sensitive and kind of sweet spirit so being able to you know communicate to her in a way that she understands it but that she can still feel love so making her like hey Kenzie you know you did this and mommy's not happy with this you know this is why we don't do this but you know I want you to know like even though you made a bad choice even though you did this I want you to know mommy still loves you and I want you to see better. So making sure that I'm encouraging her a lot and she needs that, you know, extra encouragement with her personality type. And our other one, she's a baby, so we're still trying to figure her out. But right now, she, wow. she seems pretty headstrong too. So I'm really feeling like her personality is a, a lot like type A um, personality um, or red, if you're familiar with the different color personalities. Um, I'm really thinking that she's very, you know, headstrong. So she would definitely need some firm discipline. So I would say like my biggest advice with parenting and discipline um, your children is to kind of understand, you know, their personality types and, you know, their spirits and see if they're like kind of more mild or meek or gentle or more like, you know, headstrong and kind of maneuvering the way that you um, discipline them in that aspect. So just really considering them as a whole child um, and find the best discipline practices for them honestly because you I can't come to my middle one you know with the headstrong you know personality very firm like that just doesn't do good with her and that would crush her because at the end of the day you know you want to discipline your children because even the bible talks about disciplining your children but then you don't want to crush them you know mm. so you want to make sure that you're you know still keeping them healthy and whole so even when you're disciplining them you don't want to tear them down and so I guess that's what I'm trying to say you don't want to tear them down um, when you're disciplined them. You still want to be firm and dominant, obviously, because you are the parent and you need to let them know, like, hey, I'm the parent, you're the child. You know, this is what it's going to be. You know, this is what it's not going to be. But then on the other end, too, make sure that you're doing it in a way that they receive, you know, that love and discipline that they still feel love. 
because I know just growing up personally, like in my um, household, um, my parents did a lot of yelling. You know, I, I wouldn't say a lot of yelling, but you know, they did a lot of you know yelling. And me personally, I guess because I was like the only girl, um, so I didn't get spanked as much unless it was something you know very big that I did. Like they told me several times when I'm still not listening, then they'll you know spank me. But other than that, you know, it was a lot of yelling, and <laughs> I could just like think of all of that. And now I'm like, oh, I don't want to yell so much, you know, because I think about how that made me feel. So also, you know reflect on how you were disciplined as a child you know some good and some bad because there's no parents that are perfect i love my parents but um no one's perfect but making sure that you find that balance and think about how when you were being disciplined how certain things made you feel and kind of remember that so when you're disciplining your child you know you kind of got to reflect and say hey you know i don't like it when all they did was yell at me or tear me down tear me down all the time you know i like the balance when they told me what i did you know i acknowledged the wrong that you know i did and also, you know, they still gave me some words of affirmation, you know, some encouragement after and, and some real life examples. Maybe you like kind of like practical examples um, in discipline, like, hey, you did this, but next time let's talk through this. How can we do this better? So I would say that's my take on um, discipline. Patrick, what you think? That's good. That's good. As y'all see already, Rachel is a better parent um, than I am no. because I struggle with it. I mean, first, I'm going I'm to just say, I agree completely with what you're saying. You do have to look at them differently and be led, number one, by the Holy Spirit to get guidance on how to discipline. Because there's been times when I want to act a certain way, but the Holy Spirit is like, no, nah, handle it this way. So I think that's a big thing. But specifically, you know, talking about difficult times, like this quarantine, it's a difficult time because there's nowhere I can take them. Yeah, it's like break. you're in the house 24 7. I was just talking to my um, cousin about that because I'm like, usually, like in the summer, I'm a teacher. So I'm off in the summers and in the summers, you know, I normally keep the girls home with me. They don't go to daycare um, in the summer. And so that's usually our time where we get out, you know, really enjoy each other. I kind of get to know more about them. Um, and we go, you know, to the park, we go to Legoland, we just go all kind of places. So now with this quarantine, we're forced to be in the house 24 seven, all that energy 24 uh. seven. So finding different ways to channel that energy too, so that they don't get in as much trouble. Cause I do notice that with my children in particular, when they are um, very busy or off their like schedule, like children need that schedule and routine. That's when they're out there misbehaving and doing stupid things like they shouldn't be doing. I'm like, Breaking stuff. you wouldn't be doing this on a regular day, you know? So making sure that, you know, you still provide that um, consistency, even though we are quarantined, you know, get, let them still get outside and get some fresh air, run around, get some of that energy out. Because at the end of the day, I know sometimes I have to remember they are children, you know, they yeah. are children. Yeah, I think, They're still going to do things. Yeah, I think for me, like, that's the biggest thing that, I mean, I'll be honest, transparent, we keep it real, is like sometimes I, I find myself fussing at them from the perspective of me talking to them like the way I think, because I'm an adult, so mm -hmm. I think a certain perspective, I think a certain way, and I find myself getting frustrated, aggravated with them, like, why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? And then I step back, I'm like, well, she's only three. She's okay. only five. She's only been in the, in the world three, three years. years. Like, she's only, she's only been, been on this earth for three years. Not so it's like, things like that. So, I mean, I just encourage, again, just encourage y'all, but before we even, you know, go too far, I just talk back a little bit just about how I think a lot too is the perspective of, again, perspective is key, but looking at how you grew up, you know, on our last podcast, if, if, uh, last episode, if you guys check that out, when we talked about just, you know, dealing with hurt and different things, sometimes the way we were disciplined is a lot of connection of the hurt that we feel. 
Mm. You know, it's like like Rich, you saying like no parents are perfect, but I was I tell you, I was spanked. I grew up, you know, like you know, not I wasn't abused, but I was spanked. I mean, I can tell you countless times I can remember some some memorable spankings that I got. Um, you know what I'm saying? So it's now, of course, I lead with spank first, talk later. Mm. Uh, but which is what with girls is different. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I, it's a reason why God gave me. You gotta girls. talk with girls. You gotta explain you know some stuff. Just like women, they still women, little women. You can't just come and be whipping them. You yeah, have to talk. You talk about this. I know, and then it's and then it's again, it's just a battle because again, a man, I don't want to talk. I just want to correct and get done. But I think a lot of times too, growing up. We missed the uh, when you when you discipline it, di- disciplining, getting disciplined from your parents. They just spanked us, and they never told us why they were spanking us. They never told us what was corrective actions out of that. It was just kind of like they got frustrated. They blew up, boom! They spanked you. You in trouble. You shouldn't be doing this. And then they never explained why. But now I'm trying to really understand. Okay, God, let me tell them why I'm spanking them. And then also let them know that it breaks my heart, it breaks your heart, but I have to do this because I love them. But not just to be spanking them. And then it's just like, they grow this, I guess this wedge in our relationship at yeah. a young age. And they think, oh, daddy just get mad. You know, cause they heard when the girl's like, oh, daddy's gonna get mad, he's gonna spank us. It's like, I don't want to spank y'all. I don't want to fuss at y'all. I don't like raising my voice, but then I hate feeling like you're not listening to me. So let's speak a little bit of that, the parents that feel like, hey, I talk to my kids, I try to talk to my kids, but they just don't listen to me. What what advice do you give to them? Okay, so, so honestly, I'm a teacher and obviously a parent. So the advice that I would give to you, like I'm talking to my children, I'm talking to them, but they're not listening. That's all children, okay? I feel like that's the same thing. A lot of times I would talk and talk. I'm like, you guys, we just had this conversation yesterday. Matter of fact, we had this conversation five minutes ago and you're still not listening. You're still doing what I told you not to do. That can be very challenging and very like frustrating because then sometimes you kind of take it personal. Like I feel like it's a personal attack against me. Like you're purposefully doing that, you know, to me and realizing, no, they're not. First of all, kids' attention span is pretty short. So we do got to keep that in mind, not making an excuse, but you know, kids need repetition. Like even when they're learning, like they need lots and lots and lots of repetition. So it will be a lot of talking to them over and over and over again. But then I feel like you still have to put things in place as far as, okay, you know, once I tell you this two times or maybe one time, whatever your thing is, you know, two times, I guess, to be fair, three times. Um, you know, after I talk to you again, you know, give them some warnings. All right, now here's your discipline. I'm taking your iPad. You go into your room for time out for five minutes. You know, if you want to give them a pop, whatever. Um, but after, you know, talking to them first, I would definitely go into, you know, something a little bit more to the next level as far as, you know, punishment. If they're, mm-hmm. if you're continuously talking to them, because like in the real world, we want to prepare them to be independent. That's our goal. Yeah. Not for them to be in our houses, you know, all their lives. Yeah, visitors here. Yeah. So we want to prepare them for the real world. And honestly, in the real world, your boss is only going to tell you a few times not to be um, late for work, you know, so there's consequences that you are going That's to have to face. So we have to still prepare them for that. That's we good. can't be so easy on them. Like, oh, they're just a kid, you know. That's Obviously good. give them grace, be led by the Holy Spirit, you know. Um, you don't have to come down harsh to them all the time, but if you're constantly and constantly talking to them, which happens a lot in our house, I would say step up that discipline or not, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely see like maybe something that they're super interested in, like maybe it's the computer Smash or the it. iPad. And you know, say, all right, you know, since if you want to listen or 
if I don't have to talk to you more than three times today or whatever, or tell you this one thing more than three times, all right, you can get extra five minutes on your iPad this afternoon to try to come up, I guess, with like some type of like reward systems um, as well to kind of help them, mm -hmm. you know? And then obviously I feel like you still give them some real life examples. Like, I know you're three, you know, but I want to let you know when you get older, you know, and even like now, you know, your teacher shouldn't have to talk to you more than one time, you know? Your boss is not gonna do that. One day you're gonna go to work, maybe tell them like a kid-friendly um, verbiage. I know this is kind of hard, I'm a three-year-old that, but hey, they're smart, these kids are smart. They know how to work the remote and iPad and all of that. So you're gonna get this lesson today, mm -hmm. but let them know like, um, you know, if mommy didn't go to work, you know, if she's always running late, you know, her boss is gonna tell her that she can't come back to work anymore. She's gonna have to find a new job. You know, she's gonna keep talking to you because you're smart and you understand. So when someone tells you something, you make sure that you understand it or also see if they can repeat that instruction back to you to make sure that you understood what I just told you to do. Because mm -hmm. they can say, hey, what do I just tell you to do? And most of the time they can tell you clear, you told me to sit down and stop jumping up and down and say, so what are you doing? I'm still jumping up and down. So what do you think should happen to you? So I yeah. guess just making sure they're understanding it. And then, you know, like I said, kind of take notes. Um, Things up a notch, honestly. They're um, punishments, that's what I'm trying to say. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my train yeah, of thought. Yeah, punishments, because I mean, again, like, um, I'm still kind of old school with it, and, and Rich has to help me out a lot, because I'll be kind of like, again, I'm spanked first, taught later. But it's like, with girls, I, I know I can't do that, you know? But at the same time, I know with my, again, like Rachel stated earlier, it's the personality type of your kids. So some kids, you can talk to them, and it's fine. And some kids, you don't have to spank. Like, spanking works. So, I mean, a timeout works, whatever, whatever you do. So, it's not, I don't feel like it's a cookie-cutter approach. Like, oh, we just spank. Because, you know, you see those kids that cut up in the grocery store. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? And people love to say, well, if they were my kid, buy spanking. But you don't know the person at the time. You don't know what's the build-up. Like, if a kid, like, their parents always allow them to do stuff. And then they cut up in the grocery store because they know the kids don't do what they do because they know they can get away with it. Yeah, that's like, true. To a certain, and then you do have those that just don't care. They know they're gonna get in trouble, and they just like whatever. They, they got that care. whole attitude, hard headed, just gonna do what they want to do. Cause I know I was like that growing up. I was just like I, was, I wasn't a bad kid. That's why Haley get that from. I was wondering. Don't start that. I, I, was I wasn't a bad. I wasn't. I don't she's think not I was a bad girl. Okay. Okay. Whatever. But. My, I was, I was. Y'all see how people don't want to deal with the issue. You <laughs> see that? See, some, of, some of the reason y'all children are acting the way they do is because uh, of how y'all was when y'all was looking. That's kids. true. It's payback. It's payback. Because I think about <laughs> my daughter. Some of the things that I come like, oh, you ain't just like me. Oh, I want to be mad, but girl, you ain't just like me. Yeah, it's true. And so I, I think about myself too. And a lot of times, it's like, man, like it frustrates you too because I think as a parent. A lot of times when we get frustrated with our kids, it's a root issue of selfishness because you have to, parenting takes work. It takes not, it takes having conversations. It takes sitting down and, and, and getting them to learn how to express their thoughts. It takes you allowing them the space to be open with you and for you to give a valid response, not out of emotions, but out of deeply thinking about it before you respond. Um, I think it takes all that. And then a lot of times we, this is be real, we don't want to do that. We just want to get to the point where we just want them to do what we tell them to do and be done with it and not, and not consider their feelings and not consider what's going on with them. And like, I'm in the process of, y'all you know, being real, learning this myself. Like, Me too. why am I getting so frustrated with them? Okay, gosh, that hurt, Lord, but it's the truth because I'm being selfish at the moment. I'd rather watch uh, uh, the game or something on YouTube or whatever instead of 
um, seeing what they're doing. So when I'm not paying attention, what they're gonna do? They're gonna cut get up, into stuff. Get into stuff. Cut up. Yeah. Instead, if I was taking them outside, you know, or doing something to keep them active, because kids gonna be kids. But again, just just speaking to those that's, that's in this time, because quarantine this is a difficult time. How long have we been in quarantine? We've been in quarantine, y'all, about two months, y'all. I remember my last day at work, I think like March 15th. Yeah. over two months a full 60 plus days y'all we struggling yeah 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 it's rough so for y'all that's out there it's y'all kids and then y'all like it just, just be real you like man y'all here again i got up and y'all still in the house y'all ain't y'all y'all this 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 is reality that y'all ain't going nowhere you got nowhere to take them to ain't got nobody to drop them off to it's hope y'all pray Stay in your word. Stay in character. And then be slow. You know, you got to be slow to anger. Like the Bible says, you know, be slow to Bring anger. Bring that word in there, Pastor. And that's definitely, first of all, I'm not a pastor. So, I mean, I don't want y'all to get confused if you <laughs> throw that verbiage out there. You know, sometimes we joke like that, but I am not a pastor. All right. Uh, okay. Uh-uh. Okay. It was a joke. But uh-huh. I just got to make put that disclaimer out there for y'all. It was a joke. Mm-mm. But well, she right. <laughs> but anyway, um, just be slow to anger, you know, because it's easy to respond in anger. But you also want to be, you know, make sure that you don't have to go back and apologize for something, mm. you know, that you said out of the, you know, that you shouldn't have said. Yeah, out of anger. Out of anger, exactly. So um, you want to make sure that you're, you know, using your words wisely, you know, because in that moment, you know, you definitely will want to spit fire if they're like constantly not listening. You're mm-hmm. telling them over and over again. You, check them like you probably want to say, I have told you 50 11 times and I ain't going to tell you 50 no more times mm-hmm. that you need to sit down and stop blah, blah, blah. But, you know, just remember, you know, use your words um, wisely, you know, still want to get your point across. Um, be firm with them and still be loving because you still want to represent Christ to them oh, regardless. Agree. And like Christ said, you know, Correction is necessary. The rod is necessary. And also, he represents love, too. So, trying to find that merge between the two, you know. So, he chastises. Yeah, he chastises or correct those that he loves. So, making sure you're correcting them in a loving way, loving, firm way. And also, like, it always goes back to setting an example, you know, for them. Because they're mm-hmm. constantly watching you. So, mm-hmm. making sure that you're living a life worth honoring, like we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. So, and, and like, it's something you kind of added already to it. But just knowing um, the, the example, like you say, just the example that we set. But also understanding, too, that our kids, a lot of times, they show us a mirror of our relationship and our corresponding relationship with God, you know, with, with, with our relationship with the Lord. A lot of times it's that same, like a lot of times God showed me myself, like, you know, I'm getting like, I mean, being free tonight. Prime example tonight, the girls, just the living room, y'all, if y'all could have seen it, it was just. It was terrible. It was bad. I mean, I can't even put in another, it was bad. Just be real, it was bad. I, we ain't one of y'all that like, well, how's that? I was clean. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> they had totally wrong and I had been telling them like after dinner, we're gonna clean up, but they were just playing around, Bella running all over the place, running into the wall, all this kind of stuff. So I was just really getting frustrated. And I was like, why are y'all not listening to me? And then when I said it, I felt I really just thought about like, man, how many times has God told me something? And I'm steady just running around, doing what I want to do, not listening to him. A lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Or how many times or, or 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 I got I was getting upset with Haley about something and I was and I was saying, and she was, well, daddy, I don't, I don't want to lose my iPad. I was like, well, you need more than that. And I just thought about, like, how many times has God not given me what, what I what I deserve for punishment? You know, but he yeah. showed his 
his mercy, his grace to him. And I, and, and I think about those contrasts because what I'm saying by this, and it, again, from the perspective of our relationship with the Lord, for those that are believers is listening, that we have to look at it in that lens because, you know, God shows so much mercy to, to us, so much, so much uh, uh, grace to us. And even the aspect of how kids are so forgiven, because the thing about a child is like, they don't remember, like it can be, you can get on in them, fuss at them, and they'll forget about it so quick. Yeah, they will. They don't hold it against you. They don't hold it against you. They don't keep thinking about it. They don't keep talking about it. Um, and we have to be the same way as adults. You know, be in that same likeness um, as them, even with each other. You know, like yeah. in our relationship with 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 Rachel, my relationship with Rachel, my relationship with friends and family, is to be easily forgiven. I, I don't know why I'm going down that path, but mm. it's, it's for somebody, you know, to look at that in the same um perspective though because man like God shows so much grace and mercy and I think it's always a reminder when it comes to me with my kids when I get in this time of quarantine don't have nowhere to get don't have nothing to do and I'm getting frustrated I'm getting short and I'm like I'm trying y'all know how it is y'all working from home you're trying to work but you hear them fighting and fussing upstairs or them throwing stuff against the wall and you just you get short but it's like let me not respond in anger respond in anger but, but um, it's deeper thoughts. I mean, it's deeper oh, thoughts. It's coming. It's coming. It's, it's a bone on my Don't let a temporary situation ruin an everlasting relationship. I like, you know, that was a little deep. I like, you, you, know you use some deep words there, yeah. temporary, I like yeah, that. Um, good. Drop bone. Everlasting. Oh, boom, boom. Okay, he used a little, okay, he got a little deep, y'all. Say my deep. Say my deep. But that was good. But that's, that's, I'm serious, like because this quarantine is, is temporary right now. I know we don't know it's been a while, but it's, it will come to an end. But our kids, they go, they was here before the quarantine. They go, be here during the quarantine. They go, be here yeah. after. So don't ruin relationship. And that's just not for like kids, that. y'all. That's for your spouse. That's for your friends, your family, whoever. That's for anybody. I like that. I, I like that now. Yeah, they're you, know, you know what? That's a good word. You know, that's a good word. Cause yeah, yeah. I feel like we're always rushing to the next season. Oh, I can't wait till my kids out. I can't wait yeah, for my husband to go back to work. <laughs> I can't wait for my wife to go back to work. But you know, just really live in the moment and enjoy the now because there's somebody out there whose kids are yep, yeah. or wishing they had kids yeah. or their kids, um, God forbid, passed away yeah. or kids got yeah. an illness and a sickness. Yeah. So they're praying for yeah. the kids that you got. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're praying to God to have some kids. So if God trusted you and blessed you and your family with some kids, let's do our best to be a good steward of what he gave us. It's true. Okay, it's not true. a perfect steward, but you know, each day and um, I always like try to apologize them too because I let them know like I am human one day I might yell at you you know what I'm saying one day I might get you know quick temper with you but you know I'm sorry I like to come back and show you forgiveness I mean show you you know that I can I'm not too far above saying that I'm sorry and that I'm wrong and asking for forgiveness you know even though you're you know a child and stuff like you know I'm sorry that I talked to you like that today you know my mom's having a bad day I'm sorry you know I'm gonna do better yeah. you know showing them that example too because no one's perfect just mm-hmm. like they're gonna have a bad day with their little friends or whoever. They might be talking sideways too, yeah. but knowing that you can come back to and apologize and, you know, take ownership, you know, this for your behavior. Take ownership for your behavior. And I, and I just, I just want to say this, like, again, just encourage y'all. Um, like I said, we're not, we're not perfect parents by a long shot. Oh no. And you know, nobody's perfect. And we just, you know, really just want to use this opportunity just to be transparent y'all. Like we understand where y'all at, y'all going through. We're all in this together. And, so if y'all have yeah. any like things that we didn't like hit on, like that we might not know that you're doing something that's working, 
Please share that with us. Hit us up on Instagram. Send us a message on Facebook. Yeah. Let us know. You know, yeah, we'll definitely yeah, yeah, like yeah. to hear different suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Please, please let us know. And, and, and can, I, can I pray? Can I pray? Close out prayer? I want to close out with this. Y'all, this man, okay, he's talking about I'm the pastor, but this no, man talking about he want to pray saying, on no, a bad I'm, No, I'm just, I'm just being like, but I, I feel like somebody hearing this is, is going to need this encouragement. So I just want to pray for them. But dear Father God, just just again, just thank you, Lord. Like like Rich said, we're in this together as parents, about to be parents. Um, people that's even just watching kids, foster parents. We pray for all of them that's, you know, in this quarantine time, in these difficult situations, you know, and we're disciplining our kids and not wanting to be short with them and things, God, that you're with us. God, remind us of your grace and mercy that you have given to us. And Lord, that we just be led by your spirit when it comes to discipline these kids. Be with us, Lord. Strengthen us. Give us patience. Give us patience. Well, Long yes. suffering. Long suffering. Oh, perseverance. Yes. Perseverance. Yes. Fruits of the spirit. Yes, 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 yes. All that stuff. We need it all, Lord. So help us in these times. It's your name, Jesus. We pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Rich. Any other last words you want to say? Nope, I think that's it, y'all. Okay. I don't want to be rambling. No, we don't want to ramble, y'all. But again, share this with somebody, y'all. Like, subscribe, give us comments. Tell us what y'all think about it. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram. What's up? What's our handles? Classy, classy uh, country uh, is on Instagram, and Facebook is classy and country as well. So you can find us on there. Um, so yeah, just look us up on there, and like we like we say, keep it classy, keep it country, but keep it together. You are